Time to talk space. Let's bring in our panel, Andrew Channon, CEO, Procure AM, and Dave Mazza, Managing Director, Head of Product at Direction. Thank you both for being with us. I think that this is an exciting time, right? It's, a, it's the week that we focus on space, tourism, and more. And William Shatner is going to be going from Star Trek, is actually really going to be going on one of these space flights. So, uh, Andrew, I'll start with you. I know that you wear socks with space things on them. So since you eat, sleep, and breathe this, tell me more. So this is a big week for space. Uh, today actually marks the start of World Space Week, but space tourism again is is in the headlines, and we've seen a lot of really interesting stuff. With certainly uh, William Shatner going up on Blue Origin next week, and uh, what didn't get necessarily a ton of coverage was Virgin Galactic um, getting the all clear from the FAA to restart their uh, space tourism business again. Yeah, and that was a big move for that stock too when they got that news, and I think that's part of this you know, investing, investing in what's next and why it's so important. So, um, Dave, tell me more as you take a look at this group overall. Are there winners and losers? Are there parts of space that seem to be more intriguing or more believable or more attainable, at least in the next few years, than others? When you look at this group, what are you thinking, Dave? Yeah, no, I think that's completely right, is that uh, like any emerging industry, there's going to be winners and losers. But what's interesting here is that there's been a significant amount of macro headwinds that have come to bear on the space industry, which uh, some of it's at the micro level. So, for example, a Andrew's point on the FAA uh, allowing Virgin Galactic to restart their test, uh, test flights after being halted in July is really huge because now that particular company can start proving that there's kind of a path forward to profitability. Because as we know, from the macro point of view, Stocks like space, many of these moonshot technologies that have a longer term headwind to be generating revenue on a recurring basis have been hit hard by the moving rates. So the fact that we're seeing a real improvement at the micro level, even with the macro headwinds, is a sign that you know, this may be an opportunity for folks who've been watching some of these names to get in, particularly with you know, Virgin Galactic 60% off of its 52-week high. Right. And I know, I mean, I think you're both making great points. Andrew, I know you have the, the ETF and many different names within that. How often are the names moving? How many names are in that ETF? And is this a good way to get exposure in a, in a broad-based way rather than buying one stock? So I've always been a, a fan of, of launching ETFs that cover a specific technology or industry. And space is one of those industries that had been historically difficult to invest in. So someone looking at UFO would uh, get you know, over 30 publicly traded companies from around the world specializing in all different areas of the space economy. And one of the, the very large uh, portions of UFO is actually focused on satellite companies. And most people don't realize, but of the $447 billion space economy, satellites, communications, broadband internet represent roughly a third of the overall space economy. So this is one of the few ways for investors to get um, not only diversified exposure to space, but really also play the trend in the, in the satellite economy as well. Right. And I know there's so many things that can cause headwinds or volatility in the group, Dave. I, you were looking at everything from the near term, some macro headwinds, the FOMC meeting. I mean, tell me a little bit about some of the, the bumpy ride, for all intents and purposes. Tell me about the bumpy ride, Dave. Well, it feels like uh, some of these stocks were up in the stratosphere, and they've certainly uh, come back down pretty, uh, pretty markedly mm -hmm. uh, in, in mm -hmm. recent weeks. Um, but again, invest investors need to recognize, to Andrew's point, that 
investors are you know uh, very focused on space tourism because it's exciting, right? You got William Shatner going up to space. You've had multiple celebrities now who 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 may be coming to uh, to do that as well. But the idea that space as an industry um, uh, is coming to bear is a really important one. So we may just be kind of at the forefront of something which in five to 10 years is really changing the way. So for example, uh, the way we work, what I think about is, you know, satellites is a great point, but there's also just the idea of hypersonic travel. You know, folks think back to the Concorde. Imagine if we can commercialize that and fly between, uh, on, on, around the globe, uh, you know, at hypersonic speeds. These companies have earnings streams, which again, may be far from the future, but have some real potential to change how the world works. And so investors, again, right. may, be, may be facing a lot of challenges from a choppiness perspective, because October is probably uh, squaring up to be another month like September in many ways that now might be time to reconsider uh, getting in. Right, Dave, great points. I mean, you have the moon ETF. Um, Andrew, we, you have the UFO ETF. At the same time, as we mentioned, William Shatner, I mean, the people that we're talking about are celebrities, millionaires, billionaires that are getting to have these new experiences. I wonder at what point does it become a little more attainable or something for the regular folks? Well, Richard Branson uh, has goals of you know, getting the price down to $40,000 a seat. Not sure how long that will take. But to David's point as well, you know, we, we talk about space and space tourism gets the headlines of you know, most recently. However, you know, the most bullish projections for, for the size of that industry by the end of the decade are you know, 3 to $4 billion or so, which is you know, a minuscule part of the overall space economy. So you know, to just focus on space tourism, you know, you're really missing the big picture because there's an incredible amount of investment going on into the satellite space, into the infrastructure space, the ground station space. So, you know, something like a UFO, a diversified ETF can give someone exposure to many of the different parts of the, of the overall economy. And, you know, certainly diversification is something that, um, you know, I think a lot of people look to when trying to invest in earlier stage uh, thematic types of investments. Right. And something similar but different, we talk about satellites, we talk about 5G and broadband. Dave Mazza, What's your big picture thought when you think about how these sort of intertwine, right? Well, they're all they're all interconnected uh, because essentially what we're talking about is technologies and industries that are certainly defined uh, by a word like, like space, but they're covering so many different areas. And so, what what might make more sense for investors is to again consider you know either a broad based space specific exposure or our Moonshot Innovators ETF from Direction that's combining a few of these emerging technologies because. It is hard to say with, with a lot of precision. Look at the just the difference in price targets from analysts for uh, Virgin Galactic, you know, up to 50, down to 20, uh, yeah, down in the 20s, that yeah, a diversified approach might make sense here because we don't know exactly when much of these revenue streams will materialize to get to that, uh, you know, uh, 40,000 per seat or what have you. Um, but the time is now where, where these game-changing technologies are really coming to bear. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting topic. And as you both said, I mean, there's ways to get in into these ETFs. Thank you both. Love talking about this, Andrew and Dave. Thank you, Andrew Channon, CEO of Procure AM, and Dave Mazza, Managing Director, Head of Product at Direction, taking us to whole new levels.